Hi, guys. It's Hal. How long has it been since we've spoken? Like seven days? Feels like it's been too long, if you ask me. But we're really excited, Mark and I both, because we actually have something to announce in the pre-roll. All you people who are skipping this pre-roll every time, you're about to miss the huge news. Mark and I are going to be performing live during San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to do a live recording of an episode of We Got This as part of BAMFest. It's going to be on Saturday, July 11th from 2.15 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. And if you go to thebamfest.com, you'll find all the information you need, including a link to get tickets. This is outside of Comic-Con, so you don't even need a badge to attend. We're really excited to be part of this festival. We're really excited to do our first live recording of an episode of We Got This. And we're excited to be part of a festival with so many of our friends like Paul and Storm, The Double Clicks, Molly Lewis, Ali Gertz, Joseph Scrimshaw, uh, even Ed Galvez, my old friend from the Second City Training Center. None of you know that. This isn't providing any context for you. So if you're going to be in San Diego at that time, come check us out. We'd love to see you there. It's going to be a really good time. Again, go to thebamfest.com to get tickets. And now, on with the show. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. GIF or JIF. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. It's me, Hal Lublin. And it's Mark Gagliardi of We Got This. You might know us from our podcasts. That you're listening. They're from your ears. Remember? Yeah. Right there, right there in your ear parts. Okay, we're gonna have to do this one more time. No, we don't, we're gonna keep this, and here's why. Uh, I've started listening, like bulk listening. I listened very early on as well to Matt Gourley's podcast. I was there too. Uh, uh-huh. already a big Super Ego fan, but the best thing that he does, and maybe mm-hmm. the thing I've taken away from, from being, uh, an admirer of his and, and working with him is he just goes with whatever is in his brain and it pours out in whatever order uh, the, the words want to come, and then he moves <laughs> on. So his ads are incredible. Like, they are the best ads going in podcasts. If you are a sponsor, you should have Matt Goyley doing your commercial. Well, I, my, my only reason for wanting to stop is because seconds ago, I was crawling around on the floor trying to plug in my computer. <laughs> so that it would die. That was why I was, that's why I was asking to stop, not for any reason other than that. Oh, well, we can't see you, so you were fine. Oh, great. Great. Uh, today... <laughs> We're going to discuss uh, something that so many people have asked us to do, and I'm going to name the first person who asked us to cover it. Uh, her name is Carly Melton, but we've gotten – this is maybe our most requested episode, I think, by volume. Which is – ah, oh, I don't feel like this should even be a debate. I I, I, I question it too. Um, the, the topic is, is it GIF or is it JIF? Now, the reason why it's even a debate, and I think we've all said GIF for years, yeah. Um, yeah. is because the inventor of the GIF, whose name is Steve Wilhite, mm-hmm. I believe, he said it's pronounced GIF, not GIF. I feel like that guy – I mean, he created a wonderful thing in creating the GIF. Mm-hmm. He really screwed it up when he said, and I quote, 
it's pronounced GIF, not GIF. Right. Now, here's the question. That that sort of threw the, the some people into a tumble. Other people just said, all right, old man who invented a thing, we're not going to listen to you. Yeah. How many other inventors have had their things mispronounced? Like, is it is it actually a knife? Would that – whenever a caveman first ground a rock? I call this a knife. Yeah. You mean a knife. No, no, it's a knife. There's a K up front, you dumb dumb. So it's a knife. No, 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 just pronounce it knife. But there's a K up front. I don't know why they're speaking English, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, because we're Americans and we assume everybody speaks like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's why all of the people in ancient Rome are British. Yeah. America, d- America don't do subtitles. But it's graphic interchange format. Right. Right. Good. Gra- hard G. Graphic. Do we need to to explain to anybody listening what a a GIF is? Sure. A GIF is, if I may. Yes. It's a it's a short series of. Um, I mean, I've seen them actually still frame GIFs, but that's just as a graphic. You know, it's a, a format for an image online. GIFs specifically, I, I refuse to call them GIFs. Uh, GIFs specifically are um, animations or repeating. Uh, a looping, repeating pattern of images. So like, you know, a spinning globe or a little funky picture that moves of a cat that somebody sends you. That's really just like a quick looping animation. That's a GIF. And if you want some fun, look up Mark Agliardi GIF and you'll see a lot of things. A lot of, uh, well, first there are the Thrilly Adventure Hour. Like they've taken your appearance on the uh, FX show, The League and made it a Croach the Tracker. Reference. I saw that. That was kind of awesome. And Anytime there's one of those, I get so like giggly excited. Yeah. Guys, Mark sees the, the gif slash gifs that are being made of him and he enjoys them. So keep making them. I do. I like the drunk history ones where you're passed out, uh, Jeez. face down or covering your, like your drunk move is you cover your eyes. So I, I assume when you drink a lot, like, you just either want to go to sleep or you become very photosensitive. <laughs> you know what? When I go to sleep, I cover my eyes. I was thinking about this last night as I was falling asleep. Uh, I kind of like lay an arm across my forehead and cover my eyes. I do that a lot. Yeah. And I don't know why. It just, it's just habit. But I was thinking to myself as I was falling asleep last night, wow, I'm doing that thing where I put my arm over my head again. <laughs> it's really comfortable, but it's providing slight pressure on my head. Should I move my arm off of my head to alleviate this pressure? I'm really tired. Should I just lift it slightly like a couple inches to relieve the pressure and then put it right back down where it is? That's what I, that's what I wound up doing. <laughs> no kidding. I was thinking this as I was falling asleep last night. That's like an entire one man play is what my mind does while I'm falling asleep. Yeah. The, <laughs> I want, I want the one man show by Mark Gagliardi off off Broadway and the, the poster is you shrugging. And then, and then it says in like Comic Sans, should I lift my arm? <laughs> I love Comic Sans. <laughs> so, uh, underappreciated? Who knows? Maybe that's a future episode. But I've seen you, I've seen you drunk in the back of my car, uh, at, at Comic Con a couple oh, years ago. Man, I may have a problem. You, you and, uh, and Craig Kikowski and yes. I all stayed at the same place. We were staying mm-hmm. off, uh, a friend of mine, Rick Wilson. Uh, who was out of town was nice enough to to allow us to stay at his house. Do so, not remember this. So uh, we we're driving back. I think it was maybe Saturday, and it was our first time at Comic Con. And you had party hopped for a little while. Mm-hmm. So we went and picked you up, and you were like, <laughs> as soon as you got in the car, you started to fall asleep, and I'm pretty sure your arm went over your eyes. 
Uh-huh. It does that. And it felt like uh, Craig and I were your parents. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a discussion in the morning. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I was not the drunkest one on that party hop night. The drunkest one shall remain nameless, sure. but was wearing a baseball cap and at one point said, you know what will make it a lot cooler because I've been sweating if I fill my baseball cap with water and then put it on. So I was not the uh, I was not the worst off in that situation. You certainly did not have the worst idea that night. No, no. <laughs> it look look Saturday night of Comic Con. Everybody has terrible ideas. Okay, there's a Joker that woke up next to a Batman. <laughs> you know, there is there is a uh, there is a there is a Brony who woke up next to Discord. <laughs> Which is a very terrifying My Little Pony. I, I like the idea of the Joker trying to tiptoe out with those really long purple <laughs> shoes and then Batman rolling over and going, oh, where are you going? You don't have to leave. No, Batman wouldn't roll over. What would happen is the Joker would be looking over his shoulder at the bed while creeping out and then turn around and Batman would be standing right in front of him. Just run one hand down his cheek. You want me to make pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a difficult time for me. I have a doctor's appointment later today. <laughs> Which Joker was that? That was sort of a that was a Mark Hamillish Joker, okay. a Marvin Hamillish Joker. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was Binky the Clown from the old Garfield and Friends. Hey, hey, hey! No, I loved Garfield and Friends. It was a great show. Do you know, uh, I, I am a dog person, as are you. We've, we've established this, even though we pick cats. I loved Garfield when I was a kid. I had all the books, all the, uh, the, like the smaller books that would not fit on a bookshelf properly because they were really long. And, mm -hmm. and I had all the treasury. All the yeah. Those were the books, uh, those were all the books that when they would do that, like middle school, you get your one floppy piece of paper and you could like pick which books you wanted to order. That was the one that I always wanted was those Garfield books. Yeah. They're great. We love Garfield. And Binky the Clown appeared on the animated series, which was really well done. And here's the interesting thing. Little little fun uh, fact for you. Uh, Lorenzo Music was the voice of Garfield. And they picked him. Uh, I mean, he had a Bill Murray quality to him. You would agree? Uh, to his voice? Uh, yeah, he did very much. So yeah. when they made the real Ghostbusters cartoon, he was the voice of, of Peter Venkman. So he passed away. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Sadly passed away. So when they make the Garfield animated movie... Who steps in to replace Lorenzo Music but Bill Murray? Is that why? Um, I, well, I think they, Bill Murray is just the obvious choice for, mm -hmm. for Garfield, which is a really weird sentence that I never thought I would say in my entire life. <laughs> here's, here's the thing about GIF versus GIF though, Mark. Yes. Here, here's why. It I, leads us down, it leads us down all kinds of paths. It, it's GIF, people. It's GIF. We're going to talk about whatever we want right now. Here's why I understand why people say GIF. I understand why the, even the, uh. This is why I think because right. he's looking at it as a word. So it's a soft yeah. G, not a hard G because it's not called a giraffe. No, but giraffe isn't short for graphic interchange, uh, railroaded, uh, airbrushed, French fries, etc. <laughs> I was waiting to see what the was going to be. <laughs> when I say, when I say giraffe, I, I feel like I sound like the, uh, <laughs> the, the voice in the commercial for crispy critters. Do you remember that, that cereal from when we were kids? Yeah. Crispy critters, that fun, wholesome bunch. The low sugar cereal with lots of crunch. Uh, has every, has every cartoon, has every cereal or, uh, every product had a Jimmy Durante based cartoon character? <laughs> they all should. Have some grape nuts. Ha, cha, 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 cha. Wasn't the Vla, oh no, the, who was the Vlasic, uh, that was more of a Groucho, I guess. Yeah. 
That's a that's the craziest pickle I ever hoid. Here's the thing nobody <laughs> here's the thing nobody talks about with the Krispy Critters commercial though. That mm-hmm. child can't say the word indubitably. Like there's something wrong with that child. Yeah. It's a bunch of like these first of all, are is that cereal really speaking with her? Probably not. So maybe she's in some weird fantasy world. <laughs> she's escaped to the corners of her own mind. Because she can't say the word indubitably. So what's really happening, we see that commercial in real life. She's rocking back and forth in the corner of an attic just trying to say the word <laughs> indubitably. She can't say it. Her mind knows what it is, but she can't get the word out. Think about yeah. that. Well, she has, she has expressive aphasia caused by a subdural hematoma. But the cereal's delicious. <laughs> now, what film or television show were you borrowing that from? <laughs> that was uh, God, that was from a play that I did in high school. Uh, about a girl who was in a car accident because of a drunk driver. That's terrible. And did you know, did you do a lot of research into that? Into like, I just, for some reason, I just remembered that, uh, expressive aphasia caused by a subdural hematoma was what she was suffering from. And she just said random word salad. Random word salad. Yeah. And her word for yes was Snickers. That's all I remember (laughs) from that play. If anybody knows the name of this play, uh, I would be really, really excited. <laughs> yeah, I would re- I would love to. Was this written by the kids? No. God, no. Kids don't know what uh, subdural hematoma is. So you could look it up. Uh, no, this was written by like some group that's like, we write plays to travel around to schools and tell them about the dangers of uh, drinking and drugs and DUIs and stopping on the railroad tracks and swimming pools and whatever else. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever do the uh did you ever do the cigarette test when you were a kid? No, what is that? Oh my god, this was the thing that we did in school. It was to ke- teach ke- teach us how dangerous smoking was. They would they would give us a, they, Okay, here's what here's what you do. You would bring a uh a 2 liter bottle, a cotton ball, okay? And uh and then what they would do is they would t- they would cut a hole in the top of the 2 liter stuff the cotton ball inside the lid and then put a cigarette in that hole. Right. And then you would use the two liter bottle. You would squeeze it and release it uh, as if it was a lung smoking a cigarette. And then you would pull the cotton ball out and you would see how brown the cotton ball had gotten. And the idea is to be like, look what's going into your lungs. Right. Uh, but what it was, was it was like 30, I don't know, seven or eight year old school children all sitting around the one like soccer field area of the playground, just smoking down a pack of cigarettes, like secondhand smoking, <laughs> so much secondhand smoke in the air, like, like they were in a casino. It was and all of us went home smelling terrible and we coughed for a week. This was a terrible, terrible thing that schools used to do. Like, we're going to teach you about how bad cigarettes are by giving you all a ton of cigarettes and just filling you in a cloudy haze of them. Kids, we're, we're going to next week, we're going to show you how terrible it is to drink alcohol. So everybody bring a swimsuit because we're going to get into a waiting pool full of Jägermeister. You're just gonna, we're just gonna do alligator rolls until none of you can breathe. I love alligator rolls. Those are the ones that have the, uh, the crispy row on top of them. <laughs> That's is that exactly a thing? Right. Can sure. you make crispy row? I, I don't know. You're much more of a, of a chef than I am. I'm just oh, good at no, my brother. My brother is a chef. Yeah. I am 
I'm uh, I'm a home cook. So you could be a master chef. I could be a master chef, but I don't like Gordon Ramsay. I mean, I watch him on television, but I don't like him because my brother was on uh, Hell's Kitchen and Gordon kicked him off on the second episode. What an amazing story it would be, though, if you went on the show and won. It would be like you were redeeming your whole family. That would be that's Red- the kind of thing as a producer that uh, that I would enjoy. Not that your brother needs to be redeemed. I mean, no, he doesn't need redemption. He already take this, Gordon Ramsay. His restaurant just got named in the top 100 barbecue restaurants in the United States. Yeah, Gordon, can I call you Gordo? Gordo, Gordo, Listen. which is Spanish for fatty. Yeah, hey fatty, I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> right now. You made a huge mistake. Because right. Mark's brother is one hell of a cook. That's true. And his food is and, great. And, you're and you do dummy. not want to make Gagliardi's into enemies, Ramsey. You hear me, Ramsey? <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> so it's GIF, right? Look, uh, <laughs> I, I just am trying to understand why this article comes around. Like is, this guy who who created the graphic interchange format. Yeah, really ruined things. Yeah, what, what, like, what is, has he been on a mission ever since he, he invented this format to change the name? Did it get away from him? And he's got to, like, was there, was there even a debate before this happened? Cause I feel like I'd never heard of, of anything like that before, uh, beforehand. I'd never heard of, of there being a debate about the name or how it was pronounced or anything like that. Is, is this something that's been around for a while? I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, I guess he made it, looked at the acronym, and then read the acronym as a word. Like you said, you see it, and it looks like GIF. Right. Um, but he failed to take into account, you know, he failed to take into account that it was an acronym, and the first G is covering for a hard, a hard G word. It would be as if uh, Stan Lee said, oh, everybody's calling him Spider-Man. Spider-Man, that's not, not how you pronounce it. It's Spiderman. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you're like, no, it's not, you dumb old weirdo. It's Spider-Man. It's like, no, nope, it's Spider-Man. Oh, just because you're the guy that invented it, then you get to, uh, you get to decide. Are you calling Stan Lee a weirdo? An old weirdo? All I know is I called out Stan Lee on the Ice Bucket Challenge, and he did not take it. What a weirdo. I know. <laughs> what an old weirdo. You know, I was the only person uh, that you called out who did it. I know. I called out. There were, four of us, there were four of us in a photograph that we took at Comic-Con. It was me, Molly Quinn, Hal Lublin, and Stan Lee. And of the four people that I called out on that ice bucket, I called out everyone in the photo. And the only one to do it was Hal. So, Molly, if you're listening, uh, I it's too late. <laughs> and then I called out a bunch of people. I was like, all right, I think Paul will do it from Paul and Storm. I think mm-hmm. Autumn will do it. I forget who the third person was. And none of the people, like the chain ended with me. Yeah. I, was a, I was the burnt out end of the family tree. <laughs> I didn't know trees had burnt out ends. Yeah, they do. They, it oh. happens. Sometimes they get burnt out. Right. Tree After studying for too long. No, I get something. it, man. Over at Tree College. Yeah. Oh, All you wrote was, I am Groot, over and over and over <laughs> again on this paper. <laughs> what am I supposed to even do with this? I am Groot. Great. Another wise answer. You're going to be at this university forever, Groot. <laughs> as long as I draw breath. And that is how Groot got out of college. His professor passed away. Right there in then. Canon. Uh, yeah. Ah, it's pronounced canone. No, it's not, you old weirdo. <laughs> okay. 
I know you want this to be a quick episode, so let's make it a quick episode. What do you say? It's GIF. Yeah. I, look, I could talk to you forever, but I want the debate about whether or not it's GIF or JIF to be short. Guys, this debate is over. It's GIF. As Marcus pointed out, uh, our friend Chris Hardwick, Mark did not want to do this episode. I bullied him into it. He did bully me into this. The reason why is he felt like this was Chris Hardwick's domain and Chris had settled it. Really, I think what you were saying is Chris agreed with you and has a bigger um, bigger share of voice, let's say, than we do. So share the- of voice. Like there is only 100% of voice out there. That's all there is. And we're- Chris gets 1% of it and we get like 0.02. Yeah. That's very, right. very generous to us. But people keep asking us to settle it. Guess what? It's settled. It's gift. So I really, I know what all the, I know what this is, all the people who have suggested this. I know what it really is. Go to your friend who you've been arguing with about this and play them this clip that we're about to say right now. It's GIF, Mark. That's right. It's GIF, people. Steve Wilhite, I appreciate you for inventing this, but you're pronouncing it wrong. It's called a GIF. That's right. Back into whatever crazy tech cavern you probably live in. Where you sit there and stew that everybody is saying it wrong. And also come up with amazing cool things. Yes. Thank you for all of your contributions to the world of technology and the world of graphics and interfaces and things that are interchangeable and formats. And shame on you for your contribution to the world of linguistics. Yeah. It's GIF. Put it to bed. It's done. (laughs) So that's, uh, that's another episode. Settled. Solved. But there are more, Hal. There are more. So, so join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast. Or, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. Three very important thank yous. First off, uh, one thank you to our wonderful musicians, uh, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, who wrote our score and our song respectively. Yes, uh, and uh, another thank you to Ken Flume, who mixes and masters all the audio. And the third thank you is, of course, to all of you for listening. I can't believe that people are actually listening to Hal and I ramble about things, but it makes me really happy, and we love talking with you guys on Twitter and elsewhere and uh, settling debates and coming up with new ones. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, if this is your first time listening to the show, all you have to do is subscribe, and then you'll make sure you don't miss new episodes. They'll they'll be uh, downloaded automatically onto your phone. How's that for a deal? It's amazing, Hal. This is what the 21st century will bring you. That's right. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this.